Welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. As always, I'm your host, David Valliere. And uh, during this sort of March tax season, we're, we're heading towards tax season. We, we've been having a couple of conversations about taxes. Today, uh, we wanted to touch a little bit on, you know, sort of planning through tax season, as well as March's International Women's Month. So we wanted to have our good friend, Sarah Zvikin, back on to help with the conversation. Sarah, welcome back to the show. Thanks, David. Yes, International Women's Day and Women's History Month. Um, You know, American women have overcome, they've overcome a lot, right? Um, Yeah. They've come a a long ways. Lots of changes have happened over the United States. And it's it's really, it it feels really great to just take this time to recognize the work of generations of women that have brought us to where we are today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then I want to dive into that. So, and as we kind of took away from the call last time, or I should say the episode last time with Mark on taxes with Mark and you, really my takeaway was we always need a plan. uh, And then we always need to revisit that plan, regardless of whether it's tax season or not. So uh, let's dive into that. We just mentioned, and you mentioned, March is... Uh, recognizes Women's Month. Talk to me about International Women's Day. Mm-hmm. What is that? What are we talking about here? Yeah, well, you know, David, for for decades, maybe even, I guess, probably centuries is more accurate, wealth management has been pretty male-dominated. According to Barron's, the majority of financial advisors are men. Two-thirds of the customers making financial decisions are men. However, According to research done by McKinsey and Company, women now control about a third of the world's wealth and over half of the wealth in the United States. They nearly account for half the workforce and earn the majority of college degrees and are majority owners in 38% of businesses. It's expected that by 2030, though, about 30 trillion will be transferred from aging baby boomer males to their children and heirs, often referred to as the great wealth transfer. This is because it's the largest redistribution of wealth in human history. But what's often being overlooked, which is really interesting, before this big transfer happens from the males to their heirs, it's going to go to their wives. And these wives tend to be younger than their husbands. And as we know, women often live longer. Not always the case, but when when that is the case, they will be in control of this wealth long before their children control it. Yeah, you know, that's a really, really good point. I want to dive into that. But it's, it, it makes me think about, you know, when I was early in my career, um, I was working with a husband and wife and the husband did pass away. And they were a little bit more of an old school type relationship where she wasn't Mm -hmm. near as involved. I was generally working quite a bit with the husband. And, you know, there was a huge education curve Mm -hmm. for myself and for the wife to learn to work together and to get her up to speed on some of the things that I had been working on with her husband. And that really early on in my career opened up my eyes that that couple 
at that time was the same age as my grandparents. So I was <laughs> yeah. looking at that and saying, my goodness, I need to make sure that, you know, my in-laws, my family knows about how important it is to communicate, you know, across the gender gap. But before we go into that, let's talk about, you mentioned it and just uh, for a second there, women in the workforce. As a female in the workforce, you know, you've shared on, on previous episode that, you know, you're a mom, you're also a working mom. Talk to me about what changes you're seeing, maybe with female clients or even from your perspective in the workforce. Yeah, you know, women have historically felt unwelcomed by the financial industry. As you mentioned, unfortunately, most of the decision-making was up to the male. And, and this was mostly in, you know, the, in, in respect of the family finances, of course, um, as well as many other areas. But I've seen that many times with women and families when, when these women are all of a sudden in charge of their entire estate with no background on how everything was operating. Mm-hmm. It is a tough position to be in. And I've, I have so much admiration for our female clients that take it in stride and they continue to managing everything they had on their shoulders before and adding in the managing, managing of their family's wealth. But, you know, we as a company, we, we aim to take a lot of that weight off the client's shoulders. And especially when, when this transition happens, we, we, we try to make the, the process easier uh, we can make it shorter if needed, more enjoyable, more supportive, really just to help them take charge of their wealth and the legacy legacy decisions. And also, you know, just from the legacy aspect, this is historically very important to women. They're huge advocates for a strong foundation to carry on the legacy for their family and future generations. You know, we talked about that before. It's important that we have this strong foundation in family wealth. Something you said there that really stood out was support. And uh, as I think about, you know, that relationship that I mentioned early on, that's really what the, the matriarch of the family needed as she took the reins of the family wealth was she, she was very smart, very intelligent. She, you know, she was, very capable of making great decisions. She just needed support because she didn't have all the information going into that life-changing event. So Mm -hmm. uh, that really stuck out for me. Let me just kind of change the lens a little bit from a planning perspective. What are you seeing with female clients now? Well, obviously women all have unique strengths, but there's, we're finding women are found to be very strong communicators. And I think a lot of people know that about women. Women can communicate. It's not always uh, you know, what you want to hear, but it, is, it is, a, is a gift, Okay, especially with planning. And we found that our approach to planning speaks to women. We provide a deep understanding of our planning process at a level that helps everyone to be comfortable, um, really facilitating that, that communication. I personally am a very visual person, there's nothing I like to see better than data. Well, besides pictures of my kids, of course. But in, in respect to finances, I love data. This is why I'm such a fan of, our, of how we model our financial plans. With goals in mind, everything is in black and white with just enough color. And you know, we walk hand in hand with the, through this process with clients and help women to be confident with the investment process. Even if they walked into our meetings having no background in finances. Yeah, I think that's really good. So talk to me about 
you know, we've had some of these conversations offline about philanthropy. I know that's an, an interest for you. And some of these conversations, philanthropy is really becoming a part of conversations with female clients. Talk to me about that. How are female clients getting involved or observing well, some of this? Yeah. And I, I get so excited about philanthropy and it sounds like that sort of sounds maybe like nerdy, but I get really excited to help our families and, and a lot of women, a lot of women, but you know, I've seen women as community builders. Women, we know it takes a village, right? And this, this thought process isn't just in building your fa- a family or a group of friends, although women are great at doing that, but it's really in building areas close to their hearts. So this, for this reason, women are very charitable. They often prioritize societal causes more than wealth accumulation. It's, it's like I said, really wonderful to work with women. These women that care so deeply for strengthening the good of the world makes my job feel like there's purpose in it. And like McKinsey had indicated, women are projected to control two-thirds of the wealth by 2030. So that leaves a lot of potential for building our world to be a better place with women really controlling a lot of this charitable thought processing and giving. Yeah, that's really interesting. And, and for guys that are listening, we still love you. <laughs> Not taking away from any of it's that. Women's month. It it's is women's month. month. So we're just excited about what's going on. We are. Uh, and you know, men are very charitable also. All of these yeah. things really do apply to men also, but it, it, it is unique. There's unique strengths with women. And a lot of these areas really cater to, to women in particular. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know on the onset, we, we had talked a, a little bit about kind of reviewed our planning conversation, our tax planning conversation from previous conversations. And now that we're talking about charitable giving, talk to me, kind of tie those together. What are you seeing with clients around tax planning and charitable giving these days? Yeah. You know, charitable giving can be complex in respect to tax planning. So it's always a good idea, first of all, um, when you're thinking about, oh, I really want to give something, I feel really, you know, my heart really wants to address some need that I'm seeing. It's always a good idea to just start with your tax professional um, or your financial advisor about your giving strategy. But there are a few areas just to keep on your mind when you think about giving. First of all, receipts and supporting documents. It's, I feel like I'm preaching in the choir. Everybody knows that, right? But maybe, maybe you don't realize how supportive they need to be. When you're donating different goods, make sure you keep a spreadsheet. And you might think your goods are worth something like those clothes with tags on them you never used. The IRS doesn't think they're worth what you think they are. They have a fair market guideline that you need to use when you're tracking the goods. So you just keep that spreadsheet find those fair market values and just link them up and um, you're good to go. And then it's also important to remember there are limits on how much you can deduct against your income in a given year. And that amount varies with the the type of property you're, you're donating. You know, there's obviously tons of different things you can donate. Everything has a particular limit. So you've got to know what, what belongs in what bucket. And if you're the kind of person that donates regularly and you have brokerage accounts with appreciated assets, you might consider a donor advised fund to donate appreciated stock instead of using cash. It, it's, these, these are also 
these are also great if you don't know who you're going to donate to. You know, sometimes you have, uh, you know, a certain idea that you want to make a donation, but you're not really sure which donate, which charity you want to use yet. But once, once you donate into your donor advice fund, it's considered to be fully donated already. So you can make that decision later. You can make it in five years if you want. It's already donated. And then there's another option to consider if you're over 70 and a half years, a qualified charitable distributions from a tax deferred retirement account. Although you don't get a tax deduction for that kind of donation, the benefit here is that you don't have to include that distribution in your taxable income. Now, while these are just a few points, you can compare your options with your financial planner or your tax advisor, but ultimately the strategies and vehicles have different benefits. The the goal here though, is that you're giving to organizations that matter to you. The tax benefits are just a cherry on top. Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking about the chair or the donor advised fund. I mean, what a great way for people that are charitably inclined to give even before they know where they want to give yet. So I, I've found that to be very helpful for our family. Now, just kind of wrapping this together for clients that want to understand, or even listeners that may not be clients yet, these types of strategies, as well as others, if they want to get, if listeners want to get a hold of us, how can they get a hold of us, Sarah? Yeah. So you can follow up via email at hello at synergycapitalsolutions.com or visit us on our website, www.synergycapitalsolutions.com. Wonderful. And for listeners, as always, we've got a second look campaign out there. If, if you or a friend or family needs a free look at uh, how we do business and how we plan around certain strategies, certain obstacles, we're happy to take a look at no charge to you. Uh, for listeners that uh, maybe just want to hear more, please subscribe and share. And as always, I'm your host, David Vallier, and we look forward to connecting with you again soon here on Your Financial Planet. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk. And there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. 
The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisors before establishing a retirement plan.